33 minutes past the hour, Texas Standard Time. I'm David Brown. Few cities in Texas boast a history as rich and storied as the one we are coming to you from today, San Antonio. One reason for that is just how long it's been around. This year marks the city's 300th birthday. It's an opportunity that Char Miller took to by writing a book that spans San Antonio's entire existence. It's called San Antonio, a Tricentennial History. Miller is a former professor at Trinity University. He now teaches at Pomona College. Professor Miller, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out to talk with us on the Texas Standard. Thank you. You've been studying San Antonio's history for a long time. Uh, While you were working on this book, was there anything that you came across that sort of surprised you? There were a lot of things, David, that surprised me. And the fact that I was surprised also worried me. Like, I lived in San Antonio for 26 years. How come I didn't know X, Y, and Z? But I actually also loved that. Part of what the book does is try to expose um, other elements outside of the Alamo, please, uh, that really shaped its life. Well, you know, it's it's funny that you should mention that because I do think that you're, you're onto something. It's almost as if people think of San Antonio's history as beginning right around 1836 or so. Well, that is how most history books tend to go, right? And uh, so part of the reason for writing 300 years was obviously the the gimmick of the celebration of the tricentennial. But that really allowed me to dig back deep into actually the 1600s uh, to think about what it meant before San Antonio was a city that the Spanish developed to give credence to and pay homage to uh, the Payaya and other native bands that lived in that space and why they lived in the space the way they did. And that really set up the book because it helped me understand one of the surprising things that I knew but didn't was how much this city was born of violence. Hmm. The violence not only of the Lipan Apache and the Comanches roaring down the plains mm-hmm. to attack the Spanish, but caught in the middle of that conflict were the native peoples that had made this space their own, but only to find that that space was now in conflict. And from that point on until really post-Civil War, uh, San Antonio was a pretty violent place as various groups fought, literally fought, Uh, to gain control over it. And blood at times flowed in the streets, flowed in the rivers. It's quite appalling in retrospect. Why is it, uh, do you think, that this particular place became that crossroads for conflict? Was it it a particularly desirable piece of land? What, what, What was it about this area? Well, some of it has to do with the environment, and that's another one of the themes in the book, is to look at the space, literally the terrain, watch Mm -hmm. the rivers flow through it, see its relationship to the hill country, to the southern plains, um, and to remember that natural systems really guide the way in which human beings own a place and how they live in a place. And so I think some of it had to do with those environmental factors. Some of it had to do with the way in which the Spanish nestled themselves into that river valley and ultimately built a series of missions, the very presence of which led various people to think, well, if those infrastructure is there, Mm -hmm. then we get to fight over that infrastructure. And I think that's part of why the Alamo is the Alamo. Mm -hmm. It's the fact of that thing being there that gives it a 
almost a destination battleground. Let's go fight over that place um, because it's there. And, and it's as true before the Alamo in 36 as it would be afterwards. Um, and so it's a really interesting dynamic where nature obviously rules a lot of these choices and challenges. Yeah. But then human beings build on top of it, and you start to see these layers unfold. You know, I feel a special bond to this city, and I can't quite figure out why, but it's, it's one of those itches I always want to scratch when I, when I get a chance to come to San Antonio. I want to go see something I haven't really had a chance to see before or experience something I haven't. Uh, I wonder, since you've now completed this 300-year overview of San Antonio, any suggestions before we leave town? Well, one of the things that I remember sort of in, the, in its inchoate stage where it's all of this conversation about the river and its extension south along the missions and north up to the museums. Mm. And I've walked the part from the museums downtown. What I haven't done is the south reach. Um, and that's a more, um, from what I can tell from friends who do it regularly, it's a much more less touristy and mm -hmm. much more local. Um, and I think that would be the place I would go just to walk it, in part because walking is such a great way to yeah. see things that you can't see by car. Right. And I think that's where you begin to see the way in which the city is starting to return to the river. And that's one of the themes in the book also, which is for many years, it was a flood control channel. It's now becoming much more of a communal space. And that communalness of it is really exciting. Char Miller is a former professor at Trinity University. He now teaches at Pomona College, and he's the author of San Antonio, A Tricentennial History. Professor Miller, thanks so much for speaking with us on the Texas Standard. Thank you so much, and enjoy the city.